Hey everyone and welcome to The Breakdown. The title of today's lesson is Armed and Ready. And yes, we're going to be talking about the weapons of warfare and the armor of God. So we're going to be looking at Ephesians 6 and we're going to start from 16 to 18. And then we're going to go into 2 Chronicles 20 and we're going to go from 3 to 4 and then 19 to 24. Uh, and then I've got some other scriptures in there for you, but we'll get to those. But before we go into deep, I want us to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we invite you in. Lord, I ask that you would come into our homes, come into our spaces and envelop us. Send us a fresh wind, light a fire inside of our hearts. Father, I ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Decrease me and increase you that you would get the glory. Touch every set of ears, every set of eyes, every heart and every mind that we are open and receptive to what it is that you have to say to us on today. Father, I ask that you forgive us of our sins so that we would be able to receive just what you want us to. And that as our praises go up, our blessings will come down. You, Lord God, we thank you. We honor you. In your name, Jesus, bless every household. Amen. Amen. So, first we're going to start off with the last three pieces of the armor of God. So, last week we did the, the first three, right? So, this week we're going to do, in the order that it really goes in the word, it goes the shield of faith, then the helmet of salvation, and then the sword of the spirit. So the interesting thing about the shield of faith is it's a piece of armor that unlike everything else, it has to be taken up, which means I got to pick it up. In the gladiator days, they would pick up their shield and it would guard them against any type of arrows that were coming against them guess what? The shield of faith does the same thing for us. As we are going forth and we're in the middle of a battle, we're under attack. We have to take up the shield of faith, which is our faith in God and who God is and who he is inside of us, who he is outside of us. We pick up that shield and we make sure that the fiery darts of the enemy, they don't penetrate through. Now, yes, we have on our breastplate of righteousness, but we've got to get the shield. So the shield will cover all of us. When we pick up that shield, we know that we are armed and ready to go. We know that we are being protected because the shield, we can move the shield from here to there. And the shield comes with us wherever we go. We pick it up. We take it up. Unlike everything else, everything else gets put on. But this is something that we have to be super intentional about, picking it up and using it to keep the enemy from getting to our, to our, our hearts, to our minds, all at the same time. And in Romans 12 and 3, it says that we are given a measure of faith. So we're already given a measure of faith and that's the shield of faith. Next is the helmet of salvation. And now we're back to putting things on. This was the last piece of apparatus that the, the soldiers would put on. So the helmet 
is super important just as well. Why? Because it's going to protect our minds from the lies that the enemy tries to tell us. It is our salvation. See, once 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 we've given our lives to Christ and we believe that he died for us and rose again on the third day, we are saved. But the enemy's lies can be so vicious. The mind is the battlefield. He, The enemy goes after our heart and our mind. Why? Because so a man thinketh in his heart so is he. So the mind and the heart are connected, right? So like Joyce Myers has a, where the mind goes, the body follows. So that saying is basically what it says in the Bible, which is, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the Bible also says where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. So when we think about what the enemy tries to lie to us about, it's usually those things that make us, it'll go from the mind and then it'll go to the heart. And then we start to act on whatever we feel. He didn't say, so a man feel in his heart. He says, so a man thinketh in his heart. So that lets us know that those two are connected and we have to be very careful in knowing that I am already saved. The enemy wants you to think lowly of yourselves, of ourselves. The enemy wants us to go into the pits. But God says, no, 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 no. That's not what I ha where I have you. You are an heir to the throne. And so when we put on the helmet of salvation, we know that we are free. And for who Christ sets free is free in deed but then we have the sword of the spirit and the sword of the spirit cuts through anything it is offensive and defensive and i love that because when we pick up the sword right it's just like the shield of faith we've got to take it up so when we pick up that sword and we yield the sword of the spirit we're yielding the word of God at, at the enemy. So it's used before the battle and in the middle of the battle and even after the battle, right? So I'm going to use the word of God, which is the truth, to get me out of this, this battle that I'm entangled with, with the enemy. When we look at Ephesians 6, 18, it says, pray at all times it says pray at all times it never said pray sometimes pray when you feel like it it says pray at all times and in first thessalonians 5 17 says pray without ceasing now what does that mean d that means that before something happens i pray when something happens i'm praying after something happens i'm praying I'm going to pray as much as I possibly can because that's my connector to the Heavenly Father. That's my connector to Jesus. When I pray, he hears my prayers. So when we're praying and we pray at all times, we are always on guard. See, the enemy knows that that's a builder. It's a relationship builder. And he wants to destroy the relationship that we have between our father and the son. He wants us to be destroyed, dead, dead as a doornail. But, so he knows that if we keep praying, we keep connected 
right? And the enemy doesn't want that to happen because there's power in prayer. Prayer changes things. When you have a conversation, when we sit down and spend time with the Heavenly Father in the Word, and when we give him his word back, which is what he's waiting for, that's what prayer is, right? You can give him back his word. Prayer was so important that he put it in this scripture. Pray at all times. Prayer was so important to God that Jesus had the Lord's prayer. Let me show you how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So we were taught how to pray because prayer is so important. So we can't take prayer for granted and leave prayer out of the weapons of warfare. The enemy knows that prayer is a weapon for his destruction. So that if we don't pray, we cannot slay. And although he's already been defeated, we still have a work to do while we are here. And to keep ourselves guarded and protected, right? Because the word says, guard your heart above all else, for out of it flows the issues of life. And we have all of these parts of the armor of God. Why? Because offenses will come. Trials will come. Attacks will come. We have to be fully armed and ready. In this, this story, Jehoshaphat had this army that was coming up against him. He was like, okay, wait a minute. In three and four, he says that he sought the Lord. He went to pray. He went to pray first. And then his prayer turned into worship. Because then the Lord said, now I want you guys to worship. They're going to come to you. But you're going to worship. So now you're going to go out, get your best singers and your praisers. And this is in 21 going to 24. They went out where they thought they was going to go into a battle. They went out worshiping and praising and the enemies ended up killing each other. So they didn't have to fight at all. All they did was worship and praise. So I'm saying all this to let us know. That along with the armor of God, we have also, we got to pray and we have to worship. He inhabits the praises of his people. So I look forward to seeing you later on this evening on zoom.us at 8 p.m. So let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for your everlasting protection. We thank you for your word that it keeps us safe. We thank you, Lord God, that you've saved us so that we are set free. So we thank you, God. We thank you and we thank you. We honor your sweetness, Lord God. All these things we ask in your name, Jesus. Bless us, God. Amen. Amen. Man, so you know what I'm going to say, be blessed, but more importantly, be a blessing. Please make sure you share this message, okay? I love you. See you later.